Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy, Five Mikes, coming to you live and direct again. This is episode 26, The Idea of Manhood. Thank you so much for tuning in. Wherever you're tuning in right now, whether it's SoundCloud, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Stitcher, where, whether it's from the website, theideamanhood.com, Wherever you're tuning in now, that's why I want you to come back next week. That's why I want you to tell your friends about this episode. Fellas, this is for us. You know, this is the idea of manhood, you know. Um, and for a long time in my life, you know, I think it was uh, it was almost expected for, you know, if you were a certain type of man that you deferred to the woman and you said you know yeah this is your lane i'm gonna support you and you know you wanted to be a feminist you wanted to support women and and i think in a lot of our minds and a lot of the young progressive men's mind it became you know i'm gonna be a feminist and support women no matter what even though it was at the expense of uh, of, of the full development of what manhood is. And I think we have a generation now of dudes in their 30s and 40s that don't really understand what manhood is. Or, or, and, and, and they might understand it, but they don't talk about it. They don't share it with their sons. They don't talk about it with their colleagues, with their uncles, with their nephews, with their brothers and cousins. Um, and you have a generation, you know, especially if, it, if you're in a certain demographic uh person of color in a lot of different scenarios our entire generation was raised by women and i think that made us a lot more sensitive to the needs of women than it is to the needs of us as men so that's why we're here people keep on asking me people keep on talking to me like yo the idea of manhood like can you what is it? do we need it like we're in a male uh, a male dominated society and we might be we might very well be when it comes to certain things when it comes to certain institutions um but on everyday manhood issues issues that are not necessarily dealing with you know black and white and i'm not talking about color i'm uh, or race i'm talking about things that are quantifiable so you know if we're talking about numbers and who makes more who who makes more income for less you know for less education yeah men probably have that advantage if we're talking about um you know who holds more boardroom uh leadership positions yeah men probably have that advantage but if we're talking about uh who's more developed mentally and emotionally and socially aware of the issues that are happening and affecting other men or affecting other women i, I think men, men are stunted in that area so anyhow i always i feel like i always got to explain why i do this because um i just want to make sure that that men are listening you know it's great when the women listen i have a lot of women listeners and uh, a lot you know relatively speaking to the three people that are listening what's up you you and you um thank you for, <laughs> for listening now i know i have a lot of women listeners and that's great because i think there's a lot that women can learn too just you know this is not this is not what's the word uh conclusive is that the right word i'm struggling with words sometimes this is not conclusive so just because the topic is the idea of manhood that's this does not my 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 views don't reflect 
the, the, the thought process and the thoughts of every man out there, but I guarantee you it does quite a few. And I guarantee you, especially women out there, like you don't really, you don't really get manhood like you should. You know how I know? Because men don't really get manhood like we should. So, um, but thank you for tuning in every single week. Those of you that do that, I appreciate it. Um, I got to give a special shout out today before we go into it. Uh, you listen to this on Thursday, March 31st. Today is my wife's birthday. Uh, I just want to wish her a, a wonderful, happy and blessed birthday. I'm so uh, I'm such a lucky man. I'm so fortunate. I'm so blessed. I'm just I'm thankful for our relationship, but beyond that, I'm thankful for her, um, you know, just being with her and, and seeing, uh, you know, thinking about meeting her when she was probably 18 or 19 years old, you know, I won't say give away her age, but that was a long time ago. And just seeing the woman that she's matured into and just, you know, it sounds cliche, like, oh, you get, you get better, you get, you age like a fine wine. But no, in all seriousness, like, you know, just watching her get better and find her stride professionally, personally in our marriage. And, you know, as a as a wife, as a mother, um, as a friend, as a sister, as an aunt, you know, it's just it's just amazing to see. And I'm so uh, happy to have this forum just to say happy birthday, baby. I love you. Um, and I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Um, you know, we celebrate every day like it's a birthday. Psych, we don't, but we try to. Um, but yeah, happy birthday. So we're going to come right back. I'm not going to, you know, I stopped taking breaks. You know what I'm saying? I listen to my viewers. I listen to my listeners. And they say, stop taking on the breaks. You don't need it. Just go in, son. Go in. Uh, so I'm going to go in. Yo, hip hop week. So I just found out my girl, Drea. Shout out to Drea Andrea Ben out there. I said your whole government. Anyhow, they're going to be looking for you anyway. Um, cause you from the streets, um, my girl out in Brooklyn, you know, she claims to be from Brooklyn, but she's not, you know, we know who you are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm playing my girl from Brooklyn. She, she just hit me up on the text and said the bad boy concert, the bad boy reunion concert is happening on May 20th in Brooklyn at the Barclay. And I feel like by, I have to be there, you know what I'm saying? In my hometown, you know, supporting and witnessing one of the greatest music mogul labels in hip hop, you know, with Puffy and, you know, of course, with Big was there and thinking about 112 and thinking about Jodeci and Mary and, you know, all of the Lil' Kim and all the bad boy, uh, you know, Black Rob, g Depp, come on, let's get real, the locks. Uh, they're going to be in concert on May 20th. A couple of conundrums. Uh, I'm running the Brooklyn Half Marathon with my girl, Drea, on May 21st. So that could possibly be a late night. And then having to run half a, you know, half a marathon the next morning, 13 miles, that could be a problem. But I'm going to do whatever I can to be there. You know, it's just going to be a great energy in the city. And, and you know, I'm just... Uh, and Jay is going to be there. I mean, Jay-Z is going to be there at the Barclay. That's something I always wanted to do, see Jay at the Barclay. So... We'll see, but that's that's hip hop news. Um, I don't know if you've been peeping what's been going on recently within hip hop. We've had a couple uh, pretty serious moments in hip hop with the passing of Fife Dog. Um, man, when that news came down, yeah, it really hurt my heart. Like it, I, I felt heavy with just 
just the fact that he was gone. Saw I saw Tribe Called Quest in concert a few years ago at Rock the Bells with my man SK. I think Norris, we were out there. Who else was out there? I mean, um, it was just an amazing show and just watching them rock the house, you know, one last time. I think there was film from that performance in their documentary that I also went to see with my man SK Meyer. Remember, we went and see that uh, over in Georgetown in D.C. It was just just what seemed to be a great person, had a great energy, um, an amazing legend in hip hop. Tribe Called Quest, but also Fife, because he was like that unconventional, like the little brother that, you know, that you just wanted to win and that could really rap, but because he was small in stature and, you know, he was kind of like the underdog for everything. And so, man, it was just a, a big thing to see him go. Um, and, 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 you know, rest in peace to him and condolences to his family, everybody that felt him, you know, whatever Tribe Called Quest was to you, you remember it. Like whether you were in high school, whether you were in college when they were hot, whether you just got hip to them, you know, you know, after they stopped performing and stopped releasing albums, however it is, a rest in peace to five. Um, there's been a lot at Nori, you know, we talking about 90s hip hop. Nori dropped an album last Friday, a mixtape. Haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, um, but Nori's been on all the all the blogs, all the hip hop, you know, podcasts recently talking about his album um, and, and, and about his new podcast, The Drink Champs. So definitely check that out. Um, I saw the first uh, episode, listened to the first episode, it was pretty amazing. Fat Joe, some of those stories. Um, so that's that's been a, a big thing in hip hop recently. Um, and, you know, I, I think for the past like five weeks, I've been talking about Kanye West, the life of Pablo and just how it continues to evolve. Um, you know, he's still altering tracks on the album. You know, it's still it, it is like a living piece of art. I think title came out and said within the first two weeks, 10 days that there were 250 million streams of the life of Pablo. So I don't know. All the people out there saying he whacked is 250 streams out there saying otherwise. So shout out to Kanye as well. Um, last week, the episode FML really hit home with a lot of people. I know I, I, I talked to a lot of you that was filling the lyrics to FML. Um, just a, an amazing song by Mr. Ye. So, uh, what else is happening in hip hop? Um, they're saying Travis Scott and and Young Thug are about to release a song. I don't really care about that. Um, something else happened. I was supposed to tell y'all about. Dang on it. What else happened though? Joey Badass. If y'all don't know who Joey Badass is, I know some of my listeners are a little older and y'all might not be hip. And, that, and that's a part of what the hip hop minute is all about. Is I know my listeners, you know, I'm not hitting a whole lot of 19-year-olds. My listeners are, you know, late 20s, 30s. And um, y'all might not know who Joey Badass is, but if you don't, you need to get familiar. Um, dude out of Brooklyn, young kid. I'm thinking he might not even be 25 yet, but uh, he is uh, out of Brooklyn. Um, really like has that 90s energy. So if you're looking for all, all you old people to be like, oh, there's no good rappers out there. Rap is whack. Everything's whack, horrible. Then I know that you're out the loop because you haven't heard Joey Badass. So you need to listen. Uh, to just just Google him and listen to some songs on YouTube. You'll be extremely pleased. Um, 
that's all. That's all. We'll talk about some other stuff. It's going to be a lot of, oh, there's going to be, you know, Drake. Drake's camp, mistakenly or purposefully, who knows these days, released two singles supposedly off of Views from the Six. Views from the Six is the name of his next album. Uh, the two singles are pretty dope. Um, the titles of the song, I think one is called Controller. I don't know. Controller. And the other one is called, uh, yeah, 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 I can't remember what it's called. But it got Drake up there sound like the Black Paul Simon. Um, some old folk R&B trap music. I don't even know if you could do folk R&B and trap in one song, but Drake happened to do that. So check those out. Um, and I'm going to take a little break because I, I need to break up this segment and the next one because we're talking about sex. We're talking about long-term relationship sex. So these are for, for the dudes out there that are in long-term relationships or marriages or that want to be in them, you know, you got to listen up. You know, it's going to be some important information. And and for the ladies, too, I think it's, it's, this is really something that, you know, we need to not shy away from. We need to talk about sex. We need to be real. You need to have some real conversations in your relationship because a lot of these marriages aren't making it. And on the paper, it's saying irreconcilable differences. But I would say out of those 50% of marriages that don't make it, 80% of that 50% is because of some lack or some something going on with the physical relationship, with the actual physical sexual aspect of the relationship. So I'm going to give you some advice, reflect on the article I saw today on Facebook and just have a conversation. But we'll be right back with that sex talk. Huh? Holla. <laughs> Let's talk about sex. It's like, that is the wackest intro. And, I, and the whole time I was like, whatever you do, don't use the salt and pepper line. Let's talk about sex. And what do I do? That's how crazy I am. Um, but no, in all seriousness. Um, so I, I, I think I talked, I know I talked about sex before on here. Um, I don't remember if the episode I did with Danielle was with my wife Danielle, if that was the sex episode or if that was the marriage episode. I don't remember. Um, but I know that we wanted to come back and do a joint sex episode. And I think we will after this one. Right. I wanted to get, you know, make sure because, you know, sometimes like, you know, guys like, you know, when guys are by themselves, they talk one way and when their wives are around, they might talk another way. And so I wanted to make sure that I got the sex talk, the down and dirty from my perspective out, and then we could bring in the softer side. But what prompted me to talk about this is um, is the fact that, you know, sex for a man is, uh, you know, I believe there's a stat out there. I don't know how you can measure this or if this is even quantifiable, but there are a whole bunch of stats to talk about how often men think about sex and in an average minute it could be 35 seconds <laughs> of every minute you know within every minute there's at least 35 individual seconds where a man is thinking about something sexual um you know everybody knows that in certain aspects men mature faster than women you know at certain ages and that you know sexual 
energies and sexual, like the physical nature of sex within men and within women mature and wane and rise and fall in different patterns, right? So I think it's widely known. I don't even know if I believe this because it hasn't been true for me, but what I learned in science class in eighth grade, it was that, um, you know, women tend to mature sexually in their 40s and men tend to mature sexually in their late 20s to early 30s. And so, you know, that's why you know, I said, you know, the men have to, you know, soar. What is that? What is that? What is it? What is that saying? Just like that, I forgot. Golly, I'm becoming my grandmother. Uh, so their royal oats. You know, they got to go out in the streets and smash all the girls, you know, in their 20s. Because that's when, you know, you're most blase blah. You're most ready, you know. Your sperm count is high and testosterone. You got to go out and test the waters. And then, you know, in the 40s is when it's waning down. And that's when the women are ramping up and so on and so forth. And so that's a myth. I don't, I, I'm assuming that that's backed by science. I mean, I haven't read any recent articles that's, that's reflecting that. I think that's just commonly known as the truth, right? Um, I'm going to say, you know, I'm not speaking. Hey, I speak truth. That has not been my experience. Now, that could just be me. Um, I find that I'm, I'm, I'll be 40 next year, and I feel like me personally, me, Mike Andrews, that my sex drive is on the increase, especially since it's vasectomy. Yo, the post-op episode, I should have told y'all. Ever since the vasectomy, I don't know if, 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 you know, if I'm doing more push-ups or because I lost a little weight, but, yo, I'm telling you, son, mm, I don't know. That vasectomy is real. Anyhow, that hasn't been my reality. Um, and so take all that. So you have all these people and research and you know, old wives' tales and your uncles telling you, you know, when you get the 40 guys settled down, you know, you got all these conflicting messages about what sex should be as you get older and how much sex you should have. And you got couples out there and, you know, for the blogs are like, oh, we're going to do a sex everyday challenge for 30 days. Uh, oh, you know, we're going to do, you know, we're not going to have sex for a year and I'm going to abstain from sex even though I'm married and... So you got all these things, all these people trying to figure it out, right? Um, and then you get married. So you get married, right? And my girl, a friend of mine, I've, I've had several conversations with this, about this, you know, people thinking that married sex is boring sex, right? Oh, man, y'all married? Oh, man, it's boring, it's whack, it's the same you know, same person, you know, even when you see comments on movies and and and, and a, a man's about to get married and they'll say something stupid like, oh, you know, whenever you're ready to make that commitment to have sex with the same person for the rest of your life. And everybody chuckles. Ha ha ha. Right. Um, yo, I mean, I, 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 I don't know, because, again, that's not my experience to me. If you have a, um, and here's the other thing too, we're talking about sex, and I know I'm talking, it's my voice, but I'm trying to pull from stories I've heard, not just my own personal stories, because I don't want you to be like, oh, that's just Mike. Um, no, I mean, I'm pulling from stories I talk to my boys, I talk to 
female friends. I talk to, you know, older people, younger people. And I'm telling you, I really, 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 really think that a lot of people have it flipped and messed up. A lot of people have it wrong when it comes to men, especially as they get older in marriages and in relationships and sex. I think people have it wrong. I think people, because they see a man, they might he might be in his mid-30s or mid-40s, you know, he might not dress as cool. He might not have as much energy as he had. He might be losing some of his hair. He might not listen to the music he listened to. He might not have as many muscles as he did in his 20s. And people get it twisted like, oh, you know, he's falling off or, you know, his drive isn't as strong or and and I think a lot of times, hey, I'm going to tell it like it is. I think a lot of times women will turn a blind eye and be like, oh, he's all right. Yeah, that's just Steve. Yeah, Steve is crazy. He He's mild mannered. You know what I'm saying? He, he ain't going to do nothing, man. Ain't nobody looking for Steve. Let me tell you something, ladies. Knock, knock. Who's there? Someone looking for Steve. That's who. Let me tell you, man. Let me tell you. I'm not speaking from happenstance. I'm speaking from things I know and things I see. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a war going on outside no man is safe from, okay, uh, to bring in a little hip-hop for you. And, you know, if it, it, it's like it's part biology and it's part psychology. If you're not getting something that you want in an environment that is safe and, and that you're used to, and it's something that your body needs to survive or if you feel your body needs to survive, you're going to go get it from somewhere else, whether it's safe or not. Um, and so I think a lot of people have a twist. I think a lot of men have a twisted too. Like, oh, you know, I'm going to just be best friends with my wife. You know, we're only going to have sex every once, every two, three weeks. And like, that's going to be cool. There's biology within you. There's testosterone in your body that if left dormant, makes you just men 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 ladies go to sleep I, this is what i do when i'm talking to people you know i gotta put half the crowd to sleep and just talk to the people i'm talking to ladies go to sleep listen men look at me look at the look at your speakers listen you know how it is you know if it's been a couple days and things aren't going the way you want them to go you know uh your eyes start to do a little, you know, everything starts to look like ham. Like, you know, you might never eat pork, but now you want bacon. Like, you know, you you you, you might be a vegetarian, but now you want a steak. You know what I'm saying? Um, and ladies, I just, you know, all right, man, you can wake up. Wake up, your girl. Ladies, I'm just telling you that, there, you know, if you're in a relationship, if you're in a marriage, if you're in a long-term relationship, I'm talking five years or more, two years or more, and if you're living together, if you're sharing the same environment, you know what I'm saying? You know, we all know that men are visual. I don't like to, I don't like to, I don't like using those statements like, oh, you know men like this. You know, you know how men do. You know how we do. Um, I feel like for the sake of conversation and for the sake of this podcast, I think that, you know, it's easier to talk that way. Um, but I'm just going to tell you a lot of the men that I know, a lot of the men that I talk to friends, um, are, are visual, you know, a lot, you know, people say, you know, a lot of times men are visual creatures, you know, they see something they want, they go and get it. 
know what I'm saying? Whether it's shopping, you know, hey, I'm going to Target. I'm getting two things. I see it in my brain. I'm going to go get it. Boom. Right. Um, whereas women might be more thinkers and might be more you know, emotional or what have you. I don't know if that's true or not. I know that that is true for some of the people. And, you know, for me, I'm, you know, put myself put, for me and some of the people in my circle. Um, and so, you know, if if I'm going to make it real technical, I'm going to make it real technical. I'm going I'm to take it, break it down to the simple levels and then try to give you some tips, you know, relationships, uh, couples uh, in this. Like if a man doesn't see, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm giving you hard facts, facts only. If a man doesn't see a naked body once every two days, 48 hours, it's a problem. You know, a lot of you are laughing. A lot of you are shaking your head. You're like, man, Mike, you stupid. I look, I am telling you, I'm looking at you. If a man doesn't see, I don't, I don't want to break it down and make it really crass. If a man doesn't see a butt, <laughs> yo, look at me. Look at me. Look, this is me talking to you. If a man doesn't see a naked body if a man doesn't see the curve of a breast if a man doesn't see an uh, an ass shake i'm sorry my mom's listening oh it's so awkward it's not uh but if a man doesn't see that that's problematic it's gonna lead to things man it's gonna lead to it's gonna lead to a whole lot of stuff that that men don't even want. We don't want to be out in the street looking at random people when we got somebody at home. We don't want that. Like in our hearts, like we don't we don't go out in the morning like yeah, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna find something. We don't. That's not how it works. What happens is you don't see it. It's been three weeks. You haven't seen your wife naked. You haven't seen skin. You haven't seen nothing adult. You've seen hella Dora episodes, though. You've seen hella, you know, My Little Pony. You've seen hella Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all day, every day. You've been to hella soccer practices and tennis matches. You've seen that. You've been working on mad geometry and this new Common Core math, but you ain't seen no thigh butt. I'm sorry, guys. Thigh butt is the area where the thigh meets the butt. There's usually like a crease there that men like to put their hands and just rest or lay their head upon that area or grab in a uh, in a in a mild mannered way. Um, you haven't seen no thigh butt in three weeks. You haven't seen no parts of skin. You haven't seen. And I'm not even talking about sex. I'm not even talking about the physical act of having sex. I'm talking about you haven't even been visually stimulated for three weeks, son. What are you going to do? Your brain's not going to go out there and just let that be cool. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just say all that to say, you know, there there is a time where you know men you have to be responsible for that you know and when i say men responsible you know if it's not happening man you gotta take control over it and you gotta be honest with your spouse with the person in your household and tell them yo look get naked stop playing around 
When you get out the shower, start covering up. What's the problem? I'm an adult. Can I see some adult things? Or I'm going to have to go look on Pornhub. Mm. I mean, look, there's a reason why these sites are mega billion dollars. Pornhub, X-Hamster, you know what I'm saying? All that. Um, because men have to be visually stimulated. Women too. But this isn't about women. Y'all go to Oprah for that. Thank you. Um, so that's the thing. I, I just want I, I want women to understand that a lot of times it's very simple. I hate the old saying, you know, to keep a man happy, all you gotta do is feed him, you know, has you know, sex with them and and leave him alone or some dumbness. No, stupid, that's not it. If it were that simple, it would be a lot more happy people out there. It would be a lot more marriages that are lasting if it was that simple. It's not that simple. That's cute for a little gift card. That's cute to talk about at girls' night when you're reading your Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, that's cool and that's nice, but that's not true. Um you know, at the same time, there are things, there are needs that men have. And, and and that can't be ignored. Um, now, and with the actual act of sex, I, I won't even quantify that because that, I think, is too individual. But all I know is that for many men, um, while they might not tell you a number, you might not know that they're keeping track. A lot of men are out there keeping track. Like, yo, mm-hmm, it's been 324 hours since I've had sex. They keep in time, like they might have an alternate, um, they might have an alternate setting on their iPhone that just keeps time in between the times they have sex. I don't know. I'm not saying I've done that, but um, you know what I'm saying? A lot of guys aren't going to admit that because it makes them look thirsty. A lot of the, the environment that we live in now is like men are getting shamed for wanting sex you know men in marriages men in relationships like oh god you so this you always want that oh man you know i'm not just a body blah 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 and that whole you know when we're talking about manhood these are things that men have been hearing for so long that men now in marriages and relationships heard their moms and witnessed their moms going through some things they're like yo i don't want to push you know i don't want to push too hard i don't i don't want to ask for sex because that makes me feel like you know makes me feel cheap i don't want to cheapen my wife da, 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 da. and all that are, those are valid feelings um at the same time again there are needs and when needs aren't met crazy stuff starts to happen and a lot of times men don't want these things to happen you know what i'm saying um so anyhow i'm i i came across an article today um i came across an article today that was just like right on time because i was planning on talking about this and i saw an article on facebook and it's called reigniting the sex life in your marriage how to bring back the lost spark now um Here's what I've gathered about sex and marriage. Um, when married couples finally get into the, like the first couple years are great. You're just new, you're excited, you're just eating. You're eating if and if there's no kids around. You know, you don't have kids, you don't have that responsibility. You know, if, 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 if things are going good in the household, you know, the sex life is good, you know. Um, usually around, you know, whenever that happens for people, 
kids come into the equation, you know, more responsibility at work, you know, you get a new house, you get a new dog, a new cat, more responsibility takes time away from each other. And, and when time is taken away from each other, the first thing to go usually is intimacy. That's because that's easy. And you think like, oh, we don't, we don't need that. We have to eat, right? We, we, we have to plan, you know, our illustrious and ridiculous schedules. Like we got to make sure that the dog is walked, that the kids are taken care of, that homework is done. So if and when we get to sex, you know, we'll do it. If not, we'll do it tomorrow. If not, we'll do it tomorrow. If not, we'll do it tomorrow. And then that's where the time seeps in, right? And so from my, from my you know, walks of life, my understanding is that married sex is awesome. Like when married couples are, are fine to groove and, and are into it and, and know each other and aren't afraid to be like, no, fool, put it here. Or like, nah, get your hand off my back, son. Or, you know, whatever it is, like pull my hair this way, play with my toenail like this. You know what I'm saying? Flick my nose, whatever it is. Whatever it is, when married couples find a way to, to, to express themselves and, and, and communicate on a level sexually, like there's nothing like it. There's no better fireworks than than when a married couple is on. But from what I see and what I hear, what I witness is that the time in between is time. It's time that messes it up. It's not, uh, it's usually, Don, I'm speaking, of course I'm speaking in, uh, 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 what's the word? I'm speaking very, I, I, whatever, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm speaking very generally, but for the most part, when sex happens, it's great. But the fact that makes it ungreat is the fact that there's three weeks in between each one or there's seven days in between each one or there's four days in between each one or there's two months in between each one. And so this article I read just talks about different types of sex that married couples and people in relationships can have. And, I, you know, I'm saying married couples because that's my situation. But there's a lot of couples out here that, you know, that are that are together, that that are cold, just cold living and just happy with that. And that's cool, too. Um, so I'm, it's 10 things that I'm going to go through them real quick. But, you know, think about your relationship. Reflect on your relationship. You know, reflect on uh, your situation. And, and, and fellas and ladies, be honest with yourself. You know, be honest with yourself. Don't a lot of times guys would point all the fingers at the at their spouse. It's her, it's her fault. She's never available. She's always preoccupied. She ain't think about me. She don't never do this. She's always wearing, a, you know, a do rag, a bonnet and 85 layers of clothes, you know. But fellas, what I'm asking you to do is be a little bit introspective and be like, OK, OK, that might be true. But what can I do? to flip the game like what can I do to, to, to ignite it ladies you know you might be thinking oh he only wants me for this oh mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I ain't, I'm not just your whatever whatever deposit you know you're not just going to turn over when you and you know think about too what you how you can be a little bit more inviting you know how could you how you could take the reins a little bit more and take a little bit more responsibility for your sexual satisfaction because when both parties are sexually satisfied I'm telling you a lot of other things go right but if somebody's sexually frustrated in the relationship, 
things will start to fail around you. Like shit will just stop working. Like the the faucet will stop start leaking. You know what I'm saying? You'll see that there's that that your TV stops working. You know what I'm saying? The 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 carpet gets dirty. You know the garbage disposal stops working. You know the refrigerator light busts off. Like it's just so many things that like it's the energy in the household is just off when there's a physical need that's not being met in the house. Everything is more frustrating. You know what I'm saying? You'd be mad taking a shower like stupid water is stupid. Gotta wash my body in and you just be mad for no reason, stomping, st stomping your toes on all sorts of corners in your household because you so mad. You know what I'm saying? You get mysterious cuts on your body like, yo, why do I have mad cuts on my shins? I haven't even done anything. It's because you're blacking out because you're so sexually backed up. Anyhow. <laughs> Yo, so here are 10 things, 10 like different types of sex that couples can have. Introspective people, think about your situation. Think about, you know, what's going on in your household, your mind, your spouse's mind. All right, so number one is quickies. We know what that is. Just every now and again. A couple told me this before Danielle and I got married, and I used to look at them like, yo, y'all are so whack. But they were so right. They're like, Mike, Danielle quickies are so important just remember that and i was like quickie man i need no quickie man i'll go all day all night you know saying bung bung but um, yo the quickie is so important when you got two kids when you got light bills to pay you got jobs you got conference calls to do at all sorts of times of the night and the day quickies are important just don't forget about it you know every time shouldn't be a quickie but you know quickies are really important to to those times when you just need a release you need to see some nakedness you need to see something shake i'm sorry i'm sorry the ladies just don't understand this i'm sorry ladies go back to sleep just let you let your man listen to this all right sneaky sex now this is important again this is important you know uh so yeah quickie sneaky sex is 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 when uh you know you might be in the bathroom somewhere and let me tell you i'm reading the article uh, it's called Reigniting the Sex Life in Your Marriage, How to Bring Back the Lost Spark. Let me give full credit to Tina Tassina. Um, that's the, the, the author of this article. And uh, it's from the site uh, Forever Young, Black, and Married. I think that's what it's called. Um, Trina Tassina. I'm giving her all credit for this. I'm just adding my little spin to it. Sneaky sex. You know what I'm saying? You know, something pops up. You hop in the bathroom, you do a wink and a gun and call her in, you know, and that's important. Uh, that's a lost art, sneaky sex, because, you know, a lot of times, fellas, women are so embarrassed. They don't want their children to know what's going on. They don't want whoever is living with y'all that month to hear what's going on. But there's nothing wrong with, you know, with people hearing a little little bang you know not nothing crazy nothing you know nothing disrespectful but you want people to think like are they having what the what oh uh, yeah just let people know you gotta let people know that everything's still good in your relationship i'm telling you it's very important uh romantic sex all right romantic sex is is, is very important ladies love this men love it too okay just dispel that rumor um romantic sex takes time it takes planning you know what I'm saying? A lot of times guys fail in this department. We just want to get it in because we know that the time between this time and the next time might be another four months. So I can't take two hours out of my day to plan this. But you have to, fellas. You have to do it. And then you got to take some planning during the daytime. Think, okay, all right, when I get home, make sure these kids are nice and 
you know, tired. I'm, I'm going to get them dinner. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, um, you know, light some candles, get your playlist while you're on the train, get your playlist together, you know, take some time to plan out romantic sex, um, maintenance sex. So this is just like, this is just like what I was talking about in terms of time. You look down at your watch and it's been a week since it's been a week since y'all been intimate. Y'all have had sex. Maintenance sex is, yo, let's just make sure that these pipes are working. You know what I'm saying? We just gotta make sure we gotta test it out. We gotta make sure that uh, everything is good to go. That's just keeping everything cool and, and, and on the go. Um, new couple sex. Uh, I don't really know what that is. Um, the article explains it like recreate a scene from your dating days. I think that's whack. Uh, I, I'm not much into role play. That's not me. New couple sex is like, go back and think about a time when you were new. Not, F that. We don't have time for that. So scratch that one off. I don't like it. Um, makeup sex. This is important. This is good. You know, a lot of times, you know, he did argue. I, I, I don't like, I don't like the whole concept of let's argue so that we can have sex. But if things happen and disagreements are, 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 are there, you know, sometimes being intimate after those disagreements can be great. Just something to add to your toolbox there. Um, comforting sex. Comforting sex could be cool too. Comforting is when one of y'all just had a bad day and, you know, you might just come over and like, you okay? You all right? <laughs> Please don't use that voice because nothing's going to happen after that. But no, it's, you know, somebody's having a bad day and needs some consoling. You might, you know, put pat the back a little bit. You might, you know, some, you know, put your hands around, you know, something might happen, just happen. You know, somebody needs comforting and then things lead to other things. Um, relaxing sex. This is when, you know, you had a crazy day. You know, you spent all day at a soccer tournament. It was snowing outside. And, and you get back to the house and you're on edge. Your shoulders are up by your earlobes. And and you need something to calm you down. You don't smoke cigarettes. You don't do drugs. Um, you know, you, you can't take 18 shots of, of Hennessy. So you do something. Sex can be relaxing in that way. Again, this is not something you want to do all the time. This is just... You know, understand that there's different types of sex to be had at different times. Um, reassuring sex. This is important. Um, reassuring sex is for those times where men and women might not be feeling wanted. You know, you might feel like, you know what? These are situations where a man or a woman might be like, you know, I feel like someone out there in the street could love me better than somebody at home. Or, you know, maybe maybe my my lady or maybe my man is not attracted to me any anymore you know maybe i gained a couple pounds after the baby um you know maybe you know the man gained a couple of pounds while you were gaining pounds for the baby you know that happens um and so reassuring says could just be like yo i'm still very attracted to you i still love you i still want you maybe we don't have the time to do what we want but please know that that the love and the fire is still there um Fantasy sex, I don't like. I said I don't like all that acting out. Put on a nurse's uniform and hey, I'm a plumber. I came to fix your pipes. Uh, uh, like, come on, like stop. I don't like that one, so I'm cutting that one out. Um, different location in the home. Yo, this is key. You know what I'm saying? Please. 
please just don't be having sex in your bedroom all day in the missionary position. Boring. Whack, son, with the lights on, looking at the news. Don't. Like Bryson Tiller. Don't. Find the beat. Um, you know, you got a, you got a house. If you, even if you got an apartment, you got a studio, go to the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? You got a two-bedroom. Go, you know, go by the window, you know, in the bathroom. Just change up the scenery. It's very important. That's just variety is the, you know, is the spice of life. You know what I'm saying? Um, so just just remember that. Again, think about your relationship. What is it missing? What are these few things here is not in your repertoire? Think about that. Um, the last one that's up here is vacation sex. You know, thinking back to your honeymoon or time you all went on vacation and you have that ability to kind of like be free of all your situations at home whether you have kids you get to be away uh or you have you know high power jobs at home and then you go on vacation you could be who you want to be when you want to be it you know wake up anytime go to the pool sleep naked all that stuff um so vacation sex is really important too again ladies and gentlemen this is all about uh, having that conversation from what I understand from what I've seen from what I witnessed married couples as they get deeper into their marriage just don't talk about sex anymore you know a lot of times it becomes arguments it becomes argumentative because one person might be satisfied one person's not thinking of it one person is tired all the time one person is overstressed at work one person is just an imbalance and so when you don't talk about sex sex will be talked about please understand that just because you and your husband and you and your wife aren't talking about sex somebody's talking to him or her about sex somebody is occupying their brain space when it comes to sex you want that person to be you um you know you want that connection to be had with your spouse don't leave any room for infiltration um because like i said there's a war going on outside no man or woman is safe from um i just want i just want y'all to understand that that sex is an integral uh if i could go out on a limb like a pirate's boat limb like a pirate ship limb if I could go out on a limb, I'd say that sex and physical intimacy is the most important aspect of every marriage, every relationship. That's a stretch. A lot of people might agree. I thought about this. I'm like, oh, it's the communication. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's just being selfless. Eh. Yeah, it's finances. Eh. Um. But all of those things can be in tip-top shape. Y'all can talk very well to each other. Communicate all you want. Be best friends. Y'all can skip holding hands, walking into Target every day. But if sexual needs, that biology, if, that's, if those sexual needs aren't being met, none of that matters when a man is faced with a decision of, okay, am I going to go this way? Or that way oh but we're such good friends and we talk so much and you know I really feel a close connection to him but I haven't seen a naked body in a month okay uh, I'm gonna go over this with naked body I'm just saying you know what I'm saying it, 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 it's not it, it, it's not a deal breaker but it can break many deals if you understand what I'm saying um, 
So, yo, thank you so much for tuning in. So what I'm going to do, this is my promise. Next week's episode, I'm going to try. I'm not going to promise. I'm going to try very hard. I want, I'm going to have Danielle listen to this. Um, she listens, you know, I'm not going to force her. You listen to this. <laughs> she listens. She'll catch it on, on Friday or Saturday. And, um, we're going to come back next week and we're going to have the, 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 the mother, the, the mother, the wife and husband version of this very same talk. And we will talk about the importance of the different types of sex. We'll talk about time and the time in between sexual encounters. We will talk about visualization and the importance of things that you see and what you're exposed to sexually. Uh, we'll talk about all that. So, yo, episode 26 has gone down. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's your boy, Five Mikes, the idea of manhood, and we out. Peace.